You're listening to Talk Israel with Anya Farber, where we talk everything Israel. The art, the culture, the music, the food. Oh man, don't get me started on the food. So grab a plate of shakshuka, sit down and listen up. And now your host, Anya Farber. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Talk Israel. I am indeed your host, Anya Farber, here on the CRS Radio Knowledge Network. So today, we are going to be talking about Yom Hazikaron, which is Israel's Memorial Day, the day that, as a country, Israel remembers its fallen soldiers. Also, we will be talking, because they are back-to-back, about Israel's Independence Day, which is Yom Hatzmaut, and that is happening the following day. Now, I am coming to you guys from the East Coast, and we have not reached the sundown start of the holiday But in Israel, being seven hours ahead, they already are at sundown. So they have indeed started their uh, ceremonies and observance of Memorial Day. I have been watching uh, Israeli TV and kind of, you know, watching everything that's going on because What is so impressive is that as a whole, as a whole country, Israel actually stops and observes the Remembrance Day, the Memorial Day, Yom Hazikaron. And also, as a country, they are going to be observing Israel's Independence Day. Now, this year is Israel's 75th birthday. Still kind of a spring chicken in <laughs> like relation to perhaps other countries, but that is when <clears throat> Israel officially became the state of Israel in 1948. So that was 75 years ago. Um, <clears throat> in, in accordance with trying not to lose my voice today, um, I'm actually having some tea in a very old mug that has my Hebrew name on it, and it's like a plastic mug. I'm assuming that, like, my parents must have, like, packed this away somewhere because I don't know how it's, like, in one piece because it's, I don't know, it's plastic. But anyway, my tea tastes lovely out of it. I'm going to try really hard not to lose my voice like we had last week. Um, So today I wanted to let you guys know I – know that we will be having some people call in and, you know, share how they are observing these days. But I do know for a fact, um, because I was able to confirm this before we went on the air today, that we um, are going to be joined by Moria, who we've met before, um, very talented young singer Moria. And I believe she's going to sing the Hatikva for us. And, of course, 
I was hoping, so I didn't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but aval, aval, it happened. I was able to secure a guest from Israel's foreign ministry. So we will indeed be joined a little bit later by Consul for Public Diplomacy, Yuval Donio Gideon. And I'm very excited to be able to speak to him. Uh, and this is out of the New York consulate. You know, I think I've shared over the, the broadcast that I used to work for the Israeli Foreign Ministry as a media and public affairs officer. And it's kind of cool to be on the other side of this, uh, you know, dealing from the media perspective. But um I always found it so interesting about this idea of like, you know, you have one embassy, right, in a, a large country that, you know, the other countries have. And then, you know, in, in if the country is a larger country, you have these additional offices called consulates where, you know, um, people who are from that country can deal with any sort of visa issues, other, I, I, you know, I don't know. There's so many things that a consulate does. Um, and there are so many things that went on in that office that, I didn't have anything to do with, so I couldn't even tell you all the many, many, many things that happen. Um, but I am very pleased that we will be able to kind of understand what's going on um, from that perspective, which will be very helpful because here on CRS Radio and especially here at Talk Israel, my goal is to talk really about Israel. Like, let's be real. And I love sharing um, personal information and having people share their personal experiences. So I'm very pleased that we will uh, be joined by um, the consul from New York. So I'm very thankful for that. That being said, um, I have been watching, you know, uh, the coverage. And like I said, as a whole, Israel really pauses and is is observing this day. And I was watching earlier, um, and it's kind of neat because it's like one of those things where it doesn't matter what network you turn on, they're all covering the same thing. They had the ceremony from the Kotel. Uh, some people refer to it as the Wailing Wall or the Western Wall, the last remaining wall of the temple in Jerusalem. Um, for those of you who follow my social media, that is the uh, location in which my Talia Sari necklace um, that is where I have, I have the hotel marked on my necklace. Um, but as an entire country, you know, people are pausing and observing. And I think that that's very special because this idea of remembering those who paid the ultimate price, made the absolute ultimate sacrifice, um, soldiers who lost their lives um, defending their homeland. And in Israel, everyone serves, men and women. So, Givarim the Nishim, men and women. Um, if you are physically or mentally unable to serve, there are other community service options, but for the most part, everybody serves. And I think because there is mandatory service helps make days like this much more meaningful. And it also makes observing days like this kind of like just, it just 
of course. Like it's just, we just do, right? There's no question, you know, will we, won't we, none of that. So that being said, um, I really want to kind of go into all of the things that, that happen um, for in Israel uh, during either Yom Hazikaron, this, which would start sundown the 24th until sundown the 25th, and then sundown the 25th to sundown the 26th begins Yom Hatzma'ut, Israel's Independence Day. And going through some things the other day, I actually found bumper stickers that we had printed for Israel's 50th, which was pretty cool. Um, and I'm very, very pleased because um, I'm, I'm very happy to announce that uh, my son will actually be going to Israel this summer. Very excited about that with C-Teen. Um, and I'll talk more about some of these programs that are available um, to many, many people who want to visit Israel, learn about Israel, um, that have educational components as well as, like, you know, fun teen components. So before we get into too much stuff, I did want to let you guys know there is an event going on in New York City on the 4th of May highlighting, in honor of Israel's uh, 75th birthday, highlighting Israeli fashion designers. And I will be there on behalf of CRS Radio covering the event, of course, bringing you guys all the ins and outs of all that stuff. So stay tuned for more information on that. If you are someone who lives in that area and you are, like, obsessed with fashion, hit me up. On Instagram, you can direct message me, Anya underscore think underscore differently, or on Facebook, Anya Farber. Oh, good. It's Moria. She is calling in. We're going to go ahead and answer her. Hello, Moria. Welcome to Talk Israel. Hello. Thank you so much for that. I was, you know, over the moon when... I put that question out to you, and full disclosure, guys, it was a little last minute on my part because I was going to be lame and just play them the Hatikva. And then I said, wait a minute, we featured a very talented singer not that long ago here on Talk Israel. And being as that I think when you hear things live, it's the most meaningful. So when I was like, oh, yeah, hey, I know it's last minute, but by the way, do you want to sing the Hatikva? And you were like, uh, of course I do <laughs> because you're the best. So um, feel free to say hi to everybody, Moria. I know that there's a lot of uh, our listeners that are very happy to hear that you are back. Hello, everybody. It's so good to be back. So, Moria, I know that, like, since we last talked, you had done, um, uh, uh, like, a benefit for Special Olympics. Yes. And you crazy experience. It's, it's nice that, you know, I know it's a cause that's dear to me. I know we, we've talked about it's dear to you. And um, so that was really nice. I know that you posted some stuff and went live and, and all that good stuff. So um, if anyone is interested in reaching you, Moria, on social media, can you let us know how to do that? Yes. My Instagram is, is MoriaRachel underscore. It's M-O-R-I-Y-A-R-A-C-H-E-L underscore. Yeah. 
So guys, do not put the H on the ends of Moria. It will not take you to her. That is not how she spells her name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone messaged me and was like, I can't find Moria. I was like, take the H off. It will help. It doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah. They love you so much they gifted you a letter. So that's Moria, M-O-R-I-Y-A, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, underscore on Instagram. And if they, for whatever reason, didn't hear us because we spelled it too fast, uh, you guys can message me on CRS Radio. You can message me on Facebook through Talk Israel's page. You can message me on Facebook, Anya Farber. Or you can message me on Instagram, Anya, A-N-Y-A, underscore think, underscore differently. So, Moria, um, I don't know if you need, like, um, any sort of warm-up to, to get to this, but I think that um, what's worth explaining is, you know, any sort of national anthem, right? And being someone who's lived in both the United States and Israel, um, I'm sure that there's something to when you hear both, you know, national anthems, there's something that comes over us, right? Like there's this sense of we not me, right? You know, I do love that term, we not me, uh, that comes over someone and, in hopes of, you know, helping our listeners here on Talk Israel and CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, really gain more knowledge and understand, you know, it's it's similar to the the kind of pride that you feel if you're watching, like, the Olympics and, oh, okay, your country, someone from your country won, a, you know, a medal, and so you hear the national anthem. And there's this sense of pride. What What is, um, like, singing the Hatikvah? do for you or make you feel that's because I mean I could sing the Hatikvah for our listeners I don't know that that's best we might lose a few listeners um (laughs) I like singing um but I don't have your talent so you know in order to keep everyone happy I think it's much better if you sing it than me but yes I know she's like well it is best but um (laughs) like um, is there is there a different kind of feeling when you um, sing a national anthem? Of course. I mean, for me specifically, it um, really brings out my, like, you know, the fact that this is one song that unites mm. so many people. Mm. Like, let's say, by the... Um, you know, yesterday, I, I'm pretty sure it was yesterday, but it's Sira, you know, I watched a video mm. of just the whole country just stopped. Yeah, yeah. Everything just stopped and everyone just went out and stood. And mm-hmm. for me, that's, that's beautiful. It's unifying. And I think that this song does a lot like that. Yeah, we, we actually started to talk about that. But I, I know that you have another meeting and you were kind enough to jump on. So um, do you just want to go ahead and sing? Does that work for you? Always. Okay. <laughs> Guys, what's better than a singer who's like, sure, you want me to sing? I'll sing. So, um, I'll sing. ladies and gentlemen, Talk Israel is privileged. Moria, is this a first? Are you singing Hatikva um, on a radio sh- show for, for the first time with us? Well, this is the first time I will be singing Hatikva on a, on a radio show. Okay. Awesome. So it's a first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, without further ado, um, guys, the Hatikva uh, with Moria. <laughs> Ben 
I literally watch every minute. The only reason I stepped away is for the show. Um, but your, yours was, I, I don't know, that what you just did hit me a lot harder than the amazingly talented and beautiful person that sang it on the government. Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, I will say that for me, it's definitely definitely a close my eyes kind of situation mm. because this song isn't, um, you know, there's a lot of meaning behind mm. the words. If mm. you listen to words, if you look at what they're saying, there's a lot of um, of meaning. And in order for me to give across the message mm. that is in the song, I need to feel it with yeah. every book. Yeah. You know, I do feel it very strongly, and I feel like that's why you felt it very strongly because yeah, it's because I, I give across what I'm feeling with my music. Well, I, I think that's very interesting that you say that because I actually closed my eyes at one point. I was mouthing the words because I do know them. Um, because this, you know, mm-hmm. I would I would say that like you, having you know been in both both countries, both both national anthems mean something to me, and. Um, you know, uh, but there is something to the Hatikva, and I know that you said that the words have a lot of meaning. Are there any of the words that you would want to pull out and point out to our listeners I, before you, I, you know, I'd, obviously you know you're always welcome to pop on in anytime you're going to come sing for us. I mean, please come on over to talk as well anytime. But um, is there any words in particular that you would want to highlight so we could help our listeners understand, um, you know, and kind of give them like the equivalence in English? Yes. Okay. Um, there are two lines okay. uh, in the book that me personally yeah. um, so first when it, when it says uh, it's yeah. that mm-hmm. our hope is not you know we haven't lost hope and yeah. through all the years of oppression if mm-hmm. it's going all the way back to Egypt or if yeah. it's coming to more recent of, of, of the Holocaust yes, surviving the Holocaust Everything is we've been so oppressed, and yet we're still here. Yeah. Okay? We're still standing, and yeah. we're standing strong. So yes, chazak, chazak, chazak. Um, also, possibly in my top ten favorite words is that word. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that idea, and just so you know, Moria, um, I, the goosebumps just came right back. Even when you were like, Odlo Avda Tikva Tenu, like we have not lost, and you're, all you're doing is saying the words and then explaining them in English to everybody. Um, that even again brought them back. Well, let me do you one better with my second line. Oh God. Okay. I thank God I have tissues near 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 the desk. Okay. All right, everybody. Oh, before I come on. Seriously, I'm going to and start buying stock in the tissue company. Go ahead. My second line is it's more of a okay, so the line is Leos is to be a free yeah. nation in our own country. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot less of that going on today. Mm. And I feel like it definitely is um, it's a big problem what's going on in Israel right now. You know, there's way too much going on. There's a lot of drama, hmm. and I feel like the more and the, the more and more that we can sing this and say this and hmm. understand it, really hmm. take it in, 
Yeah. I think that that'll build the feeling of nationality that we have. Correct. And hopefully make a change. Right. And now, so, you know, because we are on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, so um, what our listeners may or may not know, Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. So people do have the right to say they don't agree with the government, to even come out and say that they don't agree with the government. They can protest. They can, you know, very similar to the rights and freedoms that one has in, you know, some of the Western countries that are democratic, um, as long as you're not, like, you know, inciting violence and hurting people, much like in the U.S. So, um Yes, there is, just like in the U.S. and many other countries, there's always dissension, right? Because people get elected or they don't get elected or whatever the balagan is. But um, today really did put the pause button on all the, it's like It's like you can put your disagreements aside. Um, and look, I want Israel to be united and strong because there are too many people that are still out to you know, try and, and, and bring Israel down. And literally, you know, there are people in this world that are so filled with, filled with hate that they still call for the destruction of Israel and, you know, the, the elimination of Jews. Um, and it's sad, but it's true, because anti-Semitism is up over 80% in um, the United States. And I, you know, I don't know if you have experienced any of it personally since being back, but um, unfortunately... Uh, it, even within my household, we recently had a, an incident where we had experienced some, and I, I'm not calm or quiet about it, um, but I do think that, you know, this can absolutely unite people. So I think that is a really good point, and I really hope that that will happen because as a country as a whole, and you have lived in Israel, this is the kind of time where we all do just kind of put whatever that is aside and unite. And I think that that's yeah, wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that you were kind enough to pop in, and I know you have to run into a meeting. Um, the My last question for you is I know because I was able to attend that same fundraiser um, that you, uh, you, you sang a song, which was a, a first. And so all I'm, <laughs> all I'm asking is, can we, as that song maybe gets closer to becoming um, in full production, and please forgive my lack of knowledge as to how all these things come about, but I know there's a process um, that we can we can definitely uh, play that song soon. Once we are all, you know, once it's all wrapped up in a bow. Well, um, right now we, you know, it is a long process of you know, writing the song, finishing the last touch-ups, um, taking that into production, and there's a whole lot of work, a whole lot of recording to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are, we have started the process, and slowly by slowly, my baby's growing. Liat, liat, para, para. Well, you know what? I guess that just means you'll just have to come back. I guess I will. Oh, gosh darn. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, well, Moria, thank you so incredibly much for singing. Um, you know, we plan on closing out the show with the Hatikva too. Um, but I now feel like what I'm going to close it out with is just not going to be as good. But that's okay. You know what? Always leave them wanting more. <laughs> right? That is true. Thank so you so, so, so much you for are having me. 
so incredibly welcome. I am so happy to have you back. Thank you so much for sharing um, part of your soul with us when singing the Hatikvah. Um, and and please, you know, um, have a nice uh, rest of your day with your family and friends and your observance of, you know, Israel's Memorial Day. And, um, you know, I'll have to call you tomorrow and say happy uh, Israel's birthday, happy Independence Day. 75. 75. Yeah. I know. It's pretty cool. All right. So, Moria, so Daraba, Lehitra Ot. And uh, we will talk soon. We will. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening, everybody. Okay. So, guys, that was Moria. So, on Instagram, she is M-O-R-I-Y-A, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, underscore. So, we are here on CRS Radio, Talk Israel, the Knowledge Network, and you know, we are um, trying to, like, learn together and share some of the things that are being done countrywide in Israel for today. And one of the things that I really have to say to, to me is, is remarkable. And, um, you know, I, I am an American, um, so I have been raised for the majority of my life in the UN, United States. But I, I don't see the kind of, and I have not been in every country all over the world, but I think that there's a lot of different things that are done well in a lot of different places. And one of the things that I think Israel does that is really kolakavod to them is how they observe things like this. And on Holocaust Remembrance Day, which was like just a week ago, I just want to point this out because it's the idea of unity as a whole. Hakol, everything, all of it. Um, a siren sound. And you guys can look this up. If you don't know how to look it up, I mean, you could literally Google, like, Holocaust Remembrance Day, Israel, 2023, 2022. You could go back, whatever, how many years. Videos of this, the siren sounds, and everybody comes to a stop. Everyone. Cars stop on the highway people literally get out of their cars they stop their cars where they are they stop what they're doing everyone stops and for just a moment everyone is observing and feeling together together um it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I really, I really, again, you know, for someone who really never shuts up, I do struggle to to relay in words how significant and remarkable it is. Yes, Israel is a small country, but there's like 8 million people living there. 8 million people stop what they're doing. Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. I just, there are not enough words. Um, 
So I'm just actually hearing from another friend in Israel who I'm hoping will be able to come on as well. But I wanted to share with you another song that um, would be commonly heard today. And it is something that also evokes a lot of a lot of uh, emotion for me. Um, so I wanted to, at the very least, be able to share this with you. And I'm just going to put it on. And I've heard this song by many different singers over the years. And in my head, I'm picturing all of the ceremonies that I've witnessed over the years. And something that's really, really special is, you know, yes, as a country, there are, you know, having um, people sing and play instruments and, and, If you choose to, to, to make this to make this choice, then like that's amazing. But I don't know if people can understand. And I had a conversation yesterday with a friend from the United States who enlisted in the United States. Enlisted. And I said, thank you for your service. And he like, looked at me and I'm like, yeah, thank you because you didn't have to. And, <clears throat> and you know, he started asking me about and we uh, got into a very interesting conversation. And I, I, I would do it if I didn't bring up someone that I had met. You know, he did not lose his life, but did lose it all. And I met uh, someone in Sydney. I was unbelievable. I was unbelievable. But he actually wrote a book. He's an American. His family made Aliyah. And 
he, he lost his arm, and he wrote a book called Disarmed. And unconditional, uh, no, I'm sorry. Unconventional lessons, only one armed soldier. And he was a special forces soldier. Um, and you can get his book on Amazon. Um, he does not know I'm talking about his book. And, um, but I just would be remiss if I did not mention it at the very least. So um, I think that, you know, that is, is something to say. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I did want to um, just take a moment and, you know, it, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know how to quite say, like, yeah, like, hey, everyone, just, like, stop what you're doing. Um, and I, and I, and I, I don't want to get into, like, any sort of, situation where you know I, I don't and I don't want to misspeak or say anything but you know I, I I think that there are a lot of opportunities where you can be respectful and and honor um, those who who do uh, make these kind of sacrifices so um, and one of the people that I I think um, I believe that we talked about this when Moria was on um, the other week, there's a singer, Shlomo Artsy, and he's kind of like a father, I would guess you might say, uh, of, of music and, and as well as one of the, you know, like everybody knows who Shlomo Artsy is. So Shlomo Artsy, if you're listening, you can feel free to call in to talk Israel because I will make time for you anytime, really. If you're saying to yourself, the Met, Ken, Ken, call Yom. I will. Aniosa. I will do it. Any day, Shlomo Arti, you want to come on talk as well. It was literally like, like possibly I would, I don't know, guys, I might have to uh, literally script everything that I'm going to say because I might just be like, uh, 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 um, because he has a voice that is so emotional. Um, and I'm very, very grateful to Moya for singing such a beautiful version of the Hatikva, um, and she did that just over the phone line, over a call-in line with no musical accompaniment whatsoever. So, yeah. Um, and I will continue to watch, and so if you guys are interested, because this is CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, and here on Talk Israel, it is my goal to help bring you whatever information I can help bring to you about Israel. I'm sorry. Oh, Siri again is making an appearance. I believe that's the third week in a row that Siri on my watch decided that she has something to say. Ironically, she always seems to be apologizing. (laughs) Maybe she should just be quiet. Um, So, I'm, I'm going to go back and, and watch more of the coverage, but if you are interested, if you are someone who is interested in trying to learn about where you can watch some of this, learn more about this, because I would like to help you guys gain knowledge, because knowledge is power, and the more you know, like, the better off you are. 
um, there was a, a show, the G.I. Joe, it was like, um, there was some sort of line about knowledge. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, but so I wanted to give you guys a, a couple different options or ways to um, access this information. So if you're someone like me, um, you can log into Israeli TV through, you know, like um, an application, an app. Um, so I, you know, get my information on Israel, all Israel's networks and stuff through Israel Radio, the app. But uh, there is Haaretz, which is a newspaper in Israel, and that's H-A-A-R-A-T-Z. Um, so they have an online presence, and they'll have a lot of coverage for today. There is the Jerusalem Post, another newspaper. I think the word is Aiton in Hebrew for newspaper, Aiton. Uh, they also, you can find them online, and it, I believe it's just the JerusalemPost.com. And there are many, many other ways that you can indeed access this information. Um, and I mean, we could get into like, oh, which one is better? You know, where do you get the best information? I don't necessarily, I mean, I'm not working for any of those uh, publications. I don't, you know, not adhering to any of them. But there's also Hadassah Magazine, um, which is a women's organization that actually uh, supports the hospital in Israel, and they have a wonderful magazine. So there's a lot of different um, options. In addition, if you were to go ahead and even, well, there's Friends of Israel, Friends of the IDF, there's a lot of different um, ways for you guys to access um, any sort of coverage of the events of today and tomorrow if you are so interested. If all else fails or you're just feeling like super lazy and you don't want to actually have to look that hard, you can message me directly. If you message me directly on Facebook through Instant Messenger, you can do that as Anya Farber, A-N-Y-A-S-A-R-B-E-R. Or if you're thinking of messaging me on Instagram, that would be Anya underscore think underscore differently and that would be how to reach me on instagram and if you would like and are just feeling lazy or whatnot i will send them to you i will not be able to necessarily send them to you till we are done with our program so you might have to have a smidge bit of patience but um i will indeed send them to you if you are someone who is thinking about traveling to Israel, please feel free to reach out to me. I have a lot of friends in tourism and fashion tours and in the hotel industry, and I know a lot about places and the best places to stay and the best places to eat because as Or Georgie and I have talked about many times, and of course he talks about in the intro, don't forget about the food, right? Because <laughs> it is amazing. Um, and I do think that, like, it's the soul of Israel that you will see in all of these things. You know, people really, as Moria so aptly said, you can hear someone's soul and feel their soul and feel their feelings through um what they put out and with its art or music or food or whatever the case may be, um, I can,
can help you guys with that. So please feel free to message me directly at any time on social media uh, or directly through the CRS um, sites on Facebook or Instagram. You know, hit me up and I will absolutely get that information to you. In just about 30 minutes, we are going to be joined by the um, consul from, from New York, as I mentioned earlier in the program. And I really am very excited for this because they are incredibly busy and being pulled in a million different directions, you know, as representatives of the state of Israel on a day like today. So I am very pleased that we will be able to have some time. And I know that the Consul General will be joining us, like, literally before he walks into a room of, like, a thousand people that are waiting to hear him speak. So, but he is going to talk to us first. Yay. So, again, Yuval Donio Gideon, he is the Consul for Public Diplomacy, and he is out of their New York City um, Consular Office. He will be coming on in about 30 minutes to talk to us about some like official uh, in, the, in like an official capacity, um, let's say, about kind of what's going on. So I think that there's um, there's another song and it translates to. Um, friendship um, that I think that I may have you guys um, hear because it's it's very uh, it's, it's very very special and this is another one that I happen to really enjoy and it's just I feel like there's so much emotion when um, these songs are going on. And I, I think that, um, you know, it's, it is something that's very special to me. And I want you guys to understand. And, and um, as I said before in the program, you know, all of the, I know it's a little hard to hear as I'm talking. I'm going to actually pause it for a second. But I know that, um it's, it's it's almost impossible for me to relay it in words, but kind of the ability to flip from one channel to another and see the same thing, um, unified coverage. Um, and I know, you know, we, we can see that in the United States, and sometimes we see that, unfortunately, when there's like some sort of natural disaster or, you know, um, horrific event. And occasionally when, like, the president speaks, though, it's not <laughs> – I don't think it's 100%. But every channel in Israel, like, it's like, nope, hit the brakes, stop, pause. Today, this day, you know, and but I say this day, I mean the evening of the 24th through the evening of the 25th is all about – understanding, remembering, hearing, feeling, being one with, um, 
you know, one another. It is um, really embracing all of the feelings that go along with this day. And while it is a somber day, in a way, it is a beautiful day. It is, I mean, I know that it sounds a little odd to say that there's beauty in tragedy, but there is something incredibly beautiful about the fact that as a whole nation, regardless of your feelings about leadership, politics, whatever the case may be, that as a whole, as an entire entity, a group, a nation, a one family, echad, one, echad is one, Israel comes together and remembers. Um, when I was a teenager and visiting Israel for the first time with my youth group, on a similar program that my son is going to be uh, doing this summer. Similar, not the same, but similar. Um, Yes, I mean, I learned so much. We went to Poland first, and um, then we came to Israel, and I did visit the Holocaust Museum in Israel, Yad Vashem. It's it's breathtaking. Um, But I remember going to the cemetery where a lot of soldiers are buried, and it is, I used to be terrified of cemeteries and like really freaked out. And I don't know if my father's listening, but I do blame my father because he's someone who's incredibly comfortable and he would like talk to the graves and oh, my dad's texting me. So I'm assuming he knows I'm talking about him right now. He was always like talking to like his grandparents and stuff. And um, it's like, uh, my dad's nuts. And this is making me very uncomfortable. Um, but so I was always like, ugh, I really don't want to go. Like, uh, this is not for me. I don't want to be here. But I remember being there and gosh, again, this sounds so strange, but to say the beauty of it, um, if they were like a paratrooper, it would have the, the parachute symbol on their grave and, and, and just, the beauty of the stone and everything, this uniformity of the look and um, the overall um, feeling of pride, a sense of belonging, a sense of unity and, and, and equality is amazing. And, you know, listen, over the years, Israel has suffered a lot more losses than others. And unfortunately, they are surrounded by uh, countries who are hell-bent on uh, their destruction. But as Moria so aptly put, we are still here and we are standing strong. You know, we have survived you know, exile in countries like Egypt, exile uh, during the Spanish Inquisition, exile in, in, in so many ways, and then um, surviving the Holocaust where 
six million Jews lost their lives for the, just because they were Jewish. And the establishment of the state of Israel, a place where we can be and supposed to be free and safe. And yet, Hayom, today, Israel is still fighting for its freedom and its existence. Why? Because it's a Jewish state. So they have to justify why they exist. That's disgusting. It shouldn't have to. Israel, and every day for the rest of my life, I'm Yisrael Chai. I am here. I support you. There are many of us around the world that do support you. Um, when you have a day like today where you show the world what it's like to stop, put everything aside, and say, we are going to honor those who, who paid the ultimate price, made the ultimate sacrifice, and lost their lives defending their country, and this is how we do it, publicly and privately and together. Kol you deserve absolute respect and gratitude from everyone. And I really am so impressed. And I just, if you guys leave today's program with nothing more than this, I want to stress how as one, echad, one, Israel celebrates these days. And I say celebrates, even though it doesn't sound like it's a celebration, it's not, but it's an observance. Um, you know, it's something remarkable. Um, so I think that, you know, a lot of this will be so much better stated, Matai, when we have consul, uh, the consul for um, public diplomacy, Yuval Gideon, on the program in just about 15, 20 minutes. He's going to join us. And I think I that, Siri, okay, so that's twice during this program. So if any of you guys are keeping tabs, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, Apple, come on, could you get with this? Because, like, anytime I say Siri, she never responds. And when I'm talking, she just starts talking to me, and I'm not talking to her. I'm talking to the listeners of Talk Israel on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network. Um, I think I think I may just have to start taking my watch off completely, though I do need the watch to see what time it is, you know? Um, so that is a bit frustrating. But alas, Apple, let's figure this out for real. Um, or maybe I should really just talk to the IT people in Israel because Israel is amazing with their technology. So I, I sit here uh, and, and do this program, and I think I've mentioned before that uh, I'm looking kind of across the room. It's not a very big room that I have made my little mini recording studio in to get away from the dogs in the house. Um, but I look at the wall across from me, and I see a picture of Golda Meir and a picture of uh, ben Gurion and Golda Meir, and um, I don't know. I I kind of I wish in a way we could 
because like I don't know I, I just I wonder I wonder what she would say on a day like today at this in this year in 2023 you know I wonder what uh, her thoughts would be um, because you know she was a, a dynamo even though I, I love how uh, Ilana, my partner from Zionista, uh, talks about her as like a, you know, a soft dog grandma. As in those pictures, she was a grandma. She was older and, you know, I'm not calling her a grandma because she looks like her. She, she was. She was like legitimately a grandmother. Um, but she has a lot to say. Um, and she was just so, such a pioneer in that time. Um, but I, I think, I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I think about things like that from time to time on days like this. Now, I kind of wanted to play, you know, um, one of my songs that I really like. Um, And I think because Moria really kind of just was so kind to sing that, you know, for us earlier, um, I wanted to put on, uh, you know, this song, excuse me. Um, of, of hers and or Georgie, uh, two musicians that we've had, uh, because the song is reflection. And I, even though it's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, not necessarily exactly about Yom Hazikron, I, I actually feel like it would be a nice song for us to hear. So we're going to take a quick break from talking. Uh, I may have to go locate the cough drops again because I seem to be losing my voice. But we're going to listen to this song real quick. We'll be right back on CRS Radio. Don't go anywhere. But here's for uh, and uh, more. אני אף פעם לא מספיק טוב, נחי המבקר העצמי, מתי גם אני אדע את הערך שלי, אין איך לברוח מזה, הבריון שלי חי בתוכי. מאפס למאה באפס שניות, כשהאוזן שומעת השקט, הראש מחפש בעיות. בגלל זה אני רץ מדבר לדבר, מעביר את החיים בנסיעה. הלב לא בבית כרגע, מוזמן להשאיר הודעה. אני לא מחפש לצרות, אבל רגע לבד ופתאום כמו קסם, עוד חמש נוצרות. מעמיס על עצמי ביקורות. וזה לא משנה מה תיתן לי, אף אחד לא יותר קשה איתי ממני. זה קטע דפוק, אני תמיד רק עסוק באותם הדברים שעודן. זה השד הפנימי שלי, הוא יוצר גיהנום בנשמה. רכישות שאתה שומע בגב של הראש, זה הקול ששובר את הדממה. הוא אומר, נו, תמשיך לברוח להומור לבדיחות. אני לא שומע מישהו צוחק, זה כל מה שיש לך לתת להם. אתה כלום מבפנים, אתה ריק. אתה לא ראוי לאהבה, אבל מה אין לך באמת חברים? לכל מי שמסביבך לא אכפת ממך. אם הם אומרים לך הפוך, הם שוטרים. כן וכן, אז נכנע את האמת רק כי היא נכונה. כי היית לבד עד עכשיו ועדיין זה לא השתנה. עדיף לך ככה בינינו, תצלול הלבד, תאמץ את הבדידות. יש לך אותי, אתה לא צריך אף אחד. אני איתך עד היום שתמות, האמת רעיון לא רע. אולי תעשה לעולם טובה. בוא תסיים את זה כאן ועכשיו, כי נכון אתה חי, אבל אין לך למה. 
Yeah, I mean, I I hope that you guys are able to kind of just feel all that emotion um, with me, and I, you know, it's um, it's just so much for me sometimes, and I really think um, it's um, it's a very beautiful thing. So, um, I, I really, I wanted to, um, share that with you. Um, before we are going to bring on, um, the console, there was one other song that really, to me, has a, a huge amount of impact and meaning, um, that is is uh, often played on um, on Yom Hazikaron on Independence Day, so I'm hoping to um, make sure you guys can hear this, and I'm hoping you can. Um, And I have heard this consistently sung on this day, and it is so special. So I'm going to just let you guys hear for a minute. in a minute the way yeah and and I, I I'd be very curious kind of like what you guys think when you hear this 
and I think the the point of of, sh- of you know playing you guys these little snippets of music um, for me I think because music you don't have to understand all of the words when you listen to music right music is the universal language music music is is something that we we use to express love and happiness and sorrow and longing and you know anything that you can think of there's a song for that right there's a song for every emotion and i <laughs> I feel like someone told me once, like, there's a country song for every emotion. And while that may be true, um, and by country, I mean, like, you know, um, uh, the, the genre of country within music. But I do think that there is something very special um, about music that um, reaches all of us. And I, I know we've talked about it when we've had singers on the programs, programs in the past about um, what do you listen to to calm down? What do you listen to, to to get fired up? And I know that when we had Oron, we talked about his song Fuel Up, right? And that was like, you know, what do you, what do you listen to to get like going at the gym or just going in your day when you need a pick-me-up or whatever it is? But there is something so special and so meaningful about music. And I think that that is yet another thing that is just so remarkable in Israel because the people of Israel are from so, um, because Jews have been scattered all over um, the globe for so long, and when many came back to their homeland in Israel, you have all these different cultures mingling, right? Because you bring with you bits of where you've been living. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. Of course you would, right? If you've been living somewhere a very long time. Um, and, and I would say, I mean, it can be something trivial like food, right? It could be uh, something uh, more like uh, how you dress or how someone talks or any sort of, uh, any sort of custom. And, you know, there are Jews from, with, with family backgrounds in Morocco and Yemen and Tunisia and Iraq and Iran and um, they're, they're, they're just in Turkey. They're just, they're Jews from so many places and Eastern Europe, obviously with all of the people who were able to survive the Holocaust and there are Jews from the United States that move and Jews from South America. And because of that, there is something so beautiful about how everything comes together. And one of the ways that we really see this, this, the beauty of fusion and the, the beauty of mixing of, of intertwining, um, is through music and um, I think you hear that in their music and um, you know Mario was talking about the words right the words of you know we are still here and we are strong um, there is a song um, and I will post it later um, and the woman is, is singing the song and she's like Mishu Mishu Doe Doe you know and she's just she's pleading like someone someone Mashu, mashu is something, Mishu is someone, right? And she's like pleading like someone, someone. And every single time I hear that song, it's like, it just, there's a seizing, there's something in me that's like, oh, like you feel, 
you feel the emotion, you feel what they're trying to relay. And, um, and the reality is sometimes the emotion that we're trying to relay is not exactly the happiest of emotions. And that's okay because life is not always pretty. And um, I'm, I think, you know, it, it is possible that, um, you know, what, what we have going on in each of our lives obviously affects how we view things, how we see things, how uh, we deal with things. And you never really know what someone's going through um, and, unless they openly share. And um, I was very abruptly reminded of that case. Uh, over the weekend that you just never know. And I don't, it's not appropriate to talk about at the moment, but I think that maybe my emotions are even more raw um, because, you know, all I want is like to, to like be able to pause and, and, and relay thoughts and emotions. Um, And in talking with a a very dear friend uh, that I've known almost my entire life, her and I were talking and just about how we didn't even really need words at the moment uh, because we were just able to feel what each other was thinking and feeling and and just kind of going through and, and all of that. So... I think that that idea of understanding and thinking and feeling what someone's going through, even if you haven't experienced it yourself, is this kind of beautiful piece of the fact that Israel as a nation, as a whole, really pushes the pause button and um, takes the time out and, you know, says, no, we're not going to do anything else like I'm not going to do anything but this. And I, I, I try to piece things together in Hebrew and in English, um, even though grammatically in Hebrew it's not necessarily how you would say it, because I'm trying to give you guys words, right? We are here on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, and our program is indeed Talk Israel, and I am your host, Anya Farber, in case any of you have forgotten. But... I, I think it's important to be able to say, I'm going to, to learn this. I'm going to know this. I'm going to become a part of this, or whatever the case may be. And in this quest of knowledge, in this quest of, of you know, getting to the heart of the matter and finding out everything that we can indeed find out, we are actually indeed getting to the time where we are going to be able to speak to the Council for Public Diplomacy. And I am very, 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 very grateful um, that he has agreed to talk to us. And like I said, guys, he is going to come on and then he will have to head off to a room full of 1,000 people waiting to talk to him in person. And I know our listener base is much bigger than that, um, but I could see how um, a thousand people in one room would get a little antsy 
um, if he indeed was not um, on time. So I'm just going to let him know that I am going to call him and then are going to call him and welcome him to the program. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'm very, very excited to to have him. So I'm going to go ahead and call him right now. And so we will actually hear the phone ringing. Hello. Hello. Hello, Consul. Uh, welcome to Talk Israel. Thank you very much. So I was just giving our listeners um, an overview of the fact that um, you know, you are in the New York consulate. You are the consul for public diplomacy. Um, and you have uh, many, you are literally going to be jumping from one ceremony to another. Um, but you were kind enough to join us on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network here on our show, Talk Israel, um, to kind of talk about how Israel as a whole, as someone who's, you know, part of um, the foreign ministry, how this is celebrated. We talked about where they can find, um, you know, coverage through news uh, networks Mm -hmm. Um, in Israel. They could go directly to, the internet is a beautiful thing. Uh, So we we gave them some links, but I was hoping, I'm sorry, I was hoping you could, I'm humbled and privileged to, you know, to to be part of of this uh, blog and uh, this broadcast, and thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, This is really a very special week for us uh, in Israel. Uh, in Israel, we have two main national memorial days. The first day was a week ago, the Holocaust, and the other one is tomorrow, those who have fallen in battle and in terror actions. Yes. And th- this is very unique because and, and soon after, on uh, the following day, there's the Independence Day. And it's two memorial days. One tomorrow is reminding us of having any. And once a week ago, reminded us what's the price of not having an independent state. I, I think, Consul, you said that so eloquently by saying what's the price of not having independent state. And I did share with our listeners how on the Holocaust Remembrance Day, the siren sounds and um, people stop, literally stop. And I was telling them that if they don't believe me for whatever reason, they can Google it and watch the cars on the highway stop, come to a complete and utter stop and people get out of their cars and, and stand. And, I think, you know, it's a huge kolokavod to the people of Israel to to be able to do that, to to become one no matter what is going on, and to put everything aside and stop, literally just stop um, and and move forward. So I I thank you for also highlighting that. Um, It's it's really unifying us as a people. That's why they call them the national day. Days, I think they're very significant to the Israeli people. 
I tell you personally, I get excited for this week every year to begin with. I'll um, just like to share, if I may, you know, on a personal note. Please. Uh, um, if you wish, you know, you could say that I'm the, I'm an outcome of European anti-Semitism. Hence, uh, you know, it's very meaningful to me. Mm. What do I mean? I, um, my father fled Germany as a kid in 1933 when the Nazi came to power wow. and uh, started abusing the Jews together with his father. They fled to, to Palestine then mm. and, and settled here. And later on, he, he matured, he grew up, he uh, fought in the underground, he fought in the army, in the independence war. So he was literally part of making the state. Wow. Um, my mother's side uh, was not that lucky. Uh, my mom uh, was born in eastern Poland, an area that today is Western Ukraine. Um, as much as we know, uh, she's a sole survivor. She was a sole survivor from a very broad family. Uh, they all perished in the Holocaust. Uh, she lost her uh, parents at the age of eight. She lost her uh, other siblings at the age of uh, nine and she survived all on her own wow. the way people um, survived. Uh, and after the war, she was tracked down by uh, the envoys, the pre-independent state of Israel that sent people to look up those uh, lost souls in Europe. Mm. Some of them were not even aware that they're Jews and they uh, track her down like many others, gathered them together, told them there is about to be an independent Jewish state and they could uh, come and, and live in, in the sense as well. And they smuggled them through Europe, eventually put them uh, on a ship to Israel, been caught by the Brits, exiled to Cyprus, and eventually in 1947 she, she lands uh, at the age of 14 in, in Israel. Wow. Uh, after release from from the detainees uh, arrest camp in Cyprus, um, so for me it's really personal. I would not have been here today if not both my parents were persecuted uh, by uh, anti-Semitism in in Europe and choose to uh, move their life elsewhere. And um, that brings me to. Um, National Memorial uh, Day for those who have fallen, because from day one, the state of Israel has been under constant uh, attempts to inhalate it. Yeah. And um, nothing was for granted. Uh, at the very same day uh, that the UN have decided on, on a two-state solution, we knew we were facing war. Uh, it was November 29, 1947. The following day, already Arab airplanes had bombed Tel Aviv. It was obvious that it's not going to go peacefully. Mm. And I could share with you that today, today, just a few hours ago, there was a terror action in uh, Jerusalem. Yeah, I saw. And. Uh, a Palestinian ran his car into a bunch of uh, people wounded uh, eight, I believe, one of them severely, just because they're Jews. Yeah. 
Um, so we are very far away from peace and tranquility as we would wish us and our neighbors to be. Yeah. And, and this day reminds us that we should be always on alert. We should be prepared and we should not take for granted the, the freedom and the independence that we work so hard to get. Yeah. And thank you so much for noting that, Consul. And I apologize because I am, I am actually, today is a cry day apparently for me because um, I earlier I had a singer on. Um, she's been living in Israel and in, in the U.S. Um, she sang the Hatikva for us, and we picked a couple lines that had meaning. And the, the line that she picked, and she's talking, we translated it for our listeners, that we are still here and we are going to stand strong. And, um, you know, I... I, I, I think that it's important for our listeners to understand because, unfortunately, the news, um, primarily in the United States, um, does not seem to have the wherewithal to cover what is actually going on. And, um, you know, anti-Semitism is up 80% in the United States, United States, and I would like to know where the leaders of the country in which I reside in, which is the United States, where are they in speaking out against this? Um, coming up, we just had the anniversary of the Holocaust, like you said, and, and we talked about how, you know, Jews are still fighting for their freedoms, and, and they're fighting for their freedom and right to live, and that the terrorists that uh, are constantly attacking Israel choose holidays like this, like on Passover, where they know that people are with their families and gathering to to commit these heinous acts. And I thank you for bringing that to the listeners' attention again, because it is important to understand that Israel is constantly battling for the right to exist simply because it is, it is, it is, it is a state of Jews. And for you to be so honest with us and share that personal family story, um, I really, I know that I will be getting a lot of feedback from listeners about that um, because it is only when we share that we learn, and through knowledge, we can better understand. And I, I, our goal here at Talk Israel on CRS Radio, because it is the Knowledge Network, is to help people understand Israel. And I think you said it eloquently. Um, you brought me to tears. So I think, um, you know, that's, that's definitely something, um, but I, I do think it's really important what you're saying. And I know that I've been sharing with our listeners that, that, you know, there are official ceremonies. I know you have ceremonies because the, the way things are observed in Israel is, you know, from the evening to evening. And I shared that with our listeners so that in the States, even though we're seven out, well, you're on the East coast, so seven hours behind, if they're in the West coast, 10 hours behind, um, where Israel is. So these ceremonies are happening at different times, but if you turn on the news to Israel Live, these things have been going on because it's now 11, almost 11.30 at night there. So, um, you know, I know you, you have something later today here in New York, um, but what are some of the... Very soon. Yes, what are some of the other um, ceremonies or things that someone might be able to see or learn about if they, if they wanted to learn how Israel observes um, the Memorial Day for fallen soldiers? I think the best thing would be uh, to hook up to the Israeli broadcast. You, you can probably do that online easily. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, uh, the 
and you could follow the ceremonies. I personally saw a, a ceremony today in the Western world with yeah. the President of, of Israel. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's, it's easy to watch. Um, I'm, yes. as you mentioned, just about to start the, the main official ceremony of the State of Israel in New York, which will be held uh, this evening in uh, Temple Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wanted to say uh, that I'm really privileged. Thank you for uh, enabling me to, to share these things with you. It's really, really been um, a pleasure. Uh, really appreciate that. Yes, and I know that you have to go and get ready to start speaking to a room full of people. Um, but really quickly before you go, because you, you did say that this week is incredibly special, and I'm actually wearing a pin. Um, Council, from my time when I used to work for the Israeli government, I have a pin of the American and the U.S. flag together. I know you guys tend to give them out at Independence Day celebrations. I still have mine from a certain amount of years ago, which we don't discuss live on the air because I am a mystery age. But um, <laughs> but I, I think Israel's Independence Day is 75 this year, you know, and um, you know, is there something that that listeners should know about how a typical Israeli might celebrate their Independence Day that might uh, liken it to how maybe something is done in the United States? So it's easy for them to relate. Well, it's very likely that um, people will be at the holiday eve, uh, be together with their families and or there are uh, performances in all of the cities. So they were roaming around uh, youngsters and adults as, as well. And uh, the following day, the holiday itself, many people uh, would uh, celebrate just by going. It's, it's a day off. People would go to the nature, mm. enjoy the uh, beauty of, of nature in Israel. And uh, I think that uh, um, some of them will, will stay with friends and, and family, have uh, festive uh, meals. I think that that probably would be uh, how most people would celebrate. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, what I'm going to do is uh, I would like to officially on air, no pressure at all, but uh, welcome you back at any point. Um, we would love to have Thank you, you join much. our program um, as often as possible because I feel that, well, first of all, Kolokovod, Ata, Lider, Anglit, Tov Mo'od, you speak English very well. <laughs> Um, we, we do try to teach our listeners some Hebrew words here and there. Um, and, uh, I, I, I thank you very much. You are an incredibly well-spoken, um, person. It's no wonder you're the, uh, consul for, for public diplomacy. You are quite the diplomat, sir. And, um, I really do thank you. I know how busy you are and it really means a lot to me and my listeners. Um, that you were able to to fit us into your busy schedule. So I want to thank you. I will let you go, get ready um, for your uh, next event, and I know you will have a very busy few days. I would like to touch base with you maybe at the end of the week or whatever and and see if we can't get you back on Talk Israel. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you so much, Hansel. Thank you. Bye-bye. So everybody, that was, again, the Consul for Public Diplomacy, Yuval Daniel Gideon, um, and I, I am, I am like really, really, really grateful 
um, <laughs> uh, console, uh, I, one of the, the diehard listeners, my father, is texting me and he says, Tozaraba. So um, I, I would like to have him back on our program. Um, perhaps we can, um, you know, pick a topic. So if you guys are very interested in a specific topic that you're trying to um, learn more about, uh, then it would be wonderful to, you got, You can just absolutely message me. And then that way I can, you know, ask uh, the console to come back on um, because that was very helpful um, to, to kind of learn, um, you know, how, again, how, and he's the diplomat, so he's telling us how it would be, um, if we were, you know, in Israel, and he was talking about the same ceremony I mentioned earlier in the broadcast when I said I was watching, like, an official ceremony at the um, hotel, the Wailing Wall, um, the Western Wall, the, the last remaining wall of the temple. Um, and uh, Consul, my father said it was really super to have you on. So Mark Farber says that. I know you guys met my dad um, on last week's broadcast when we were having our post-Passover pondering. I'm very into alliteration lately, this idea of, you know, using the same letter over and over. Um, but I really want to, I would be remiss if I did not go back and kind of highlight some of the things that the consul had just shared with us. And I think that because, you know, um, anti-Semitism is on the rise in the United States, up 80%. Again, Efo, Efo, where are our leaders of this country? Um, and new, when is it enough? And and honestly, Efo, where is everyone with a conscience to say hate is hate and it's not okay? So just stop the nonsense. And and today, when Israel as a country is pausing to remember the soldiers who lost their lives to, to defend their state. Hayom, even today, terrorists who are hell-bent on the destruction of the Jewish people commit an act of terrorism. A Palestinian terrorist takes his card, uses a weapon, and plows into a group of people. And I believe he said that at this point it was eight ones very seriously wounded. Lama, Why? 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 Because they're Jewish? Like, this is hate. And if this is tolerated by the rest of the world, we will have another Holocaust. This is nonsense, people. So how would you feel if you were celebrating your Memorial Day in your country and this happened to you? I, I ask you as a group of listeners, I ask you, Ech. Eh, how? How would you feel? Ma, ma choshev, ma choshevet. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling anger and sadness and frustration. They are stopping as a whole of the country to remember those who made the absolute sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice. And even on a day, a sacred day like today, this is happening. And so 
I think that what this points out, and again, Moria took the line from the Hatikva. Even still, we stand strong. I am fascinated and just impressed by Israelis as a whole. I think if people think Israelis are tough and mean and whatever. No, they're tough for a reason. They're sabra, like the fruit. They're prickly and hard on the outside. Lama? Why? Because they have to be. Kacha! It's just like this. How would you be if people were hell-bent on your destruction all the time? But open that sucker up. Oh, my God, get to know one. Mmm. Taim. Taim. Mamash, mamash, taim. Delicious. They are the warmest people and so resilient. Chazak, mamash, mamash, chazak, so strong. They have been tested. They continue to be tested. It's not right. It's not fair, but it is. What? Hineni. Here I am. They're still here. Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael Chai. Hayom. And for the rest of my life, Israel, um, those of us who believe in freedom and democracy and the right to live peacefully um, are with you. We are standing with you on this day of remembrance for your soldiers who have lost their lives. And then Mahar, tomorrow, Mahar, because here on CRS Radio and Talk Israel, the program here, and I am your host, Anya Farber, I am going to try to continue to share knowledge. And some of the knowledge is me throwing in Hebrew words here and there, right? Liat, liat, little by little, we will all learn. Liat, liat, we will all become stronger. Liat, liat, we will all feel and all think better things. Bizrat Hashem, God willing, we all have peace, real peace in this world. And on that note, in order to have peace and to gain independence, and it's not that they take that independence for granted, they do pause and, and and think of today and remember today and, and feel today as a whole. And it is because of that that we bring that information to you. But I do not want to shortchange at all Independence Day. In Independence Day in Israel, apparently every one of my Apple devices now has a mind of its own, so I apologize. Um, and on Israel Independence Day, you are going to have the celebrations of independence. You're going to feel um, all that is and all that makes Israel what it is today. And people are gathering. I know that I spoke to or Georgie uh, called him for something for our program. And I said, well, what are you planning on doing? And he said that some family and friends were going to get together and have like a sort of like a barbecue outside in nature. And I know that the, uh, the consul spoke about that. 
um, being out in nature and kind of celebrating. And and Israel is a place, and I want to make sure if you guys are interested that you are able to learn um, any of this if you are if you are wanting to, because Israel is so incredibly interesting because it has pieces to it that you would not imagine. You would not believe if you didn't see with your own eyes. They have mountains where there is snow. They have the Dead Sea, the lowest place on earth where it is so incredibly warm. They have forests and desert and you're like, no way, this country is smaller than New Jersey, and how is all of this here? But it is. And the natural beauty that is in Israel and all of what it has to offer and every single piece of it is is amazing. And how Israel has um, a country with, you know, the like only one in that area without the oil, has done amazing things with their water system and um, the desalinization, you know, using, taking out the salt for the water and, and using that. And the, all of that they've done is remarkable. And the, the, the idea of nature um, it is so beautiful. And the fact that you can experience such vastly different areas in Israel, like the north is so different from central Israel, which is so different from the south of Israel. And, um, you know, my, my place to be one with, um, one with God and one with the world and, and at my most peaceful is, is, is Yama Melech, the Dead Sea, and um, the air there. And I just keep thinking about the consul said, you know, about being with nature and, um, and just like thinking about the history of the area and, and the history of the nature and and I, I suggest that you guys, um, you know, there are a lot of different people that you can uh, follow on social media who are taking pictures um, of Israel and sharing them either through videos or um, just straight um, photographs. Um, and if you guys are not sure on who to follow, please, by all means, feel free to message me. If you are going to message me on Facebook, please go ahead and message me directly at Anya Farber on Instant Messenger through Facebook. And if you want to message me on Instagram, it is Anya, A-N-Y-A underscore think, T-H-I-N-K underscore differently, D-I-S-S-E-R-E-N-T-O-Y. And I will happily point you in the direction of some people on social media or their websites and where you can find um, photographs, video, information about Israel and nature, etc. As we come to a close of Talk Israel for today, April 24th, from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network. I, I feel it best to leave all of you with the Hatikva one more time. Um, because I, I want 
to leave you with all of the thoughts that we have shared today together on the program, all of the information and personal stories that were shared with us, be it through Moria when she spoke to the lines of the songs that that have meaning for her or the consul when he shared his own personal story um, of his parents. And um, yeah, I, um, I got very choked up. I did not know what he was going to say. I had sent a request into the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to have um, a diplomat appear on the program and, and, Consul um, Gideon was, was kind enough to come on to our program, and I am very grateful. I, I did not expect um, such an amazing personal story. Um, and if anyone has any questions about that or, you know, oh, my God, how did his mom survive? Um, there are a lot of ways different uh, ch- well, children were, you know, able to survive, and some of them were, you know, like you said, they didn't even know they were Jewish because they were taken in by non-Jewish families or um, nuns and monks and priests that took these children in and, and you know, to, to save them um, because not enough people stepped up, but some did. And because of those few brave uh, souls that, um, you know, that, that his family is able to move on. He exists today solely, you know, both his parents were able to survive. And I think that that idea of his mom being the sole survivor of her family is so overwhelmingly powerful. And I think that's the kind of image we need to think about and remember and say, like, oh, my goodness, like, think about this. She, what she endured and what she endured just to get to Israel, just to get to have the ability, to have the option to, to, to try so desperately to live, live free. This, at this, at this, this is what makes Israel, Israel. It is these stories, these people everything that they've been through. And so um, I'm going to pick a version that I hope will work for us of the Hatikva. And I'm going to try, let's see, this is kind of a group singing. And, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to let you guys listen just as it is. Because I don't want to kind of put any of my own uh, thoughts or feelings or talking over it at all. I want to kind of finish this. We keep losing the connection, but we are going to be just fine. We will. Because you know what? We can all survive, push through, and make it work. Where Moria said it was meaningful to her. 
you know, in, uh, in your country, there are often consulate offices and almost everything that you could do at the embassy, you can do in a consulate office. Um, and again, I want to give a very, very, very special thank you to Moria, who came on and sang um, the Hatikva for us. Consul for Public Diplomacy, Yuval Donio Gideon, um, not just for coming on, but for sharing his family's story. So I implore you, as part of CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, on behalf of Talk Israel, your host, Anya Farber, I implore you to look into what today is for Israel. Look into what tomorrow is for Israel. Um, and take a moment and reach out, do something. If you have any uh, questions, I'm happy to point you in the direction of finding um, any sort of office on behalf of the State of Israel, be it the Foreign Ministry, be it um, the Interior Ministry, um, be it organizations, different nonprofits that support causes in Israel, um, the IDF, the Israel Defense Force, um, there is an office in the United States called Friends of the IDF. Well, first of all, you can Google them. They are on social media as well. They post a lot of information, and they have been putting out some wonderful information and programming for today. That's Friends of the Israeli Defense Force, Friends of the IDF. Um, they are a wonderful source of information if you are looking for anything about today or how to support um, Israeli soldiers. Um, and then if you, of course, are looking our, uh, for any information on Israel's Independence Day, which begins tomorrow evening, um, once uh, Yom Hazikaron, Israel's Memorial Day to commemorate soldiers who've the, um, given the ultimate sacrifice uh, with their lives to support their country, it follows with um, Israel's Independence Day. And they are indeed 75 this year. Um, there, if you're in the New York area, there is that fashion event. If you have questions about it, please message me directly on Facebook on Anya Farber or on Instagram, Anya underscore things underscore differently. Um, thank you so much, my friends. Next week, we will be back. Next week, we will have a very special guest, Ilana Fish of Sababa Creative. Sababa is one of my other favorite words. Um, we are going to talk about a lot of different things. Um, but always, always, kulam, 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 always. I want to leave you guys with one thought. Hakola Shrif, everything is possible if we just do the right thing. Please speak up when someone is being treated poorly. Please speak up against anti-Semitism. Please speak up against anti-Israel baloney and malarkey. If you guys are looking to support Israel by buying Israel products, please message me directly. I can put you in touch with a bunch of different companies that ship directly from Israel. Other countries that are carried by um, American uh, grocery stores and other ways to support Israel. Am Yisrael Chai. Hayom, every day, today, every day. Ani Hudia, Am Yisrael Chai, Lahitraot Chavarim. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you so much to my guests. Thank you so much to Dad who's always listening and sending me notes. Lahitraot, um, I will see you all later. Thank you.